Hey gals and guys, it's Brooke and Pam. We are coming in early because we have to tell you that this is a two-parter. Woo-woo! Um, our interview with our buddy Mike uh, went for a while because we're chatty Cathy's. <laughs> <laughs> so we did break it up into two parts. So this week you're hearing part one, which is the interview portion of our convo with Mike. Yes. And then um, part two will come out next week. We'll get into confessionals next week. Yeah. So um, stick around for part one, and then we'll pop in at the end of the episode to give you some bridal breaks, because I'll leave you hanging for the week. And then, um, yeah, we'll see you then on the flip side. Yo. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's wedding confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking shit about weddings. Oh, yeah. So um, I want to bring in our guest early because I want his insight into our story. Okay. My little anecdote. Let's do it. So... We have a fellow with us. We do. He is an actor, a musician, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he is also currently the coach of the Mighty Mighty football team. How <laughs> old are those Mighty kids? Mighty Mites. Mighty Mites. Yeah. How old are these yes. kids? Six? Well, the, the, the current league that I just finished, which we were, by the way, champions of, <laughs> are uh, six to seven years old, but okay. the next league we're doing is five and six. Okay, years so old. the Mighty Mites football team. That's right. Um, this is Mike Watford. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh, also for the sake of the the podcast, you were also husband to um, guest from episode four, Regan. Episode four. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. You, so everyone's clearly forgotten everything she said now, right? And so I you can just make it up. Good. That's great. <laughs> so um, I want to tell you about the dumb thing that happened to me starting two weeks ago, and I want your insight. Are you a car person? Okay. I I mean yeah I, I drive cars yeah I I mean I have a car <laughs> right. but I spent a lot of years in New York City not driving a car yeah, me too so I'm not like right so I'm not like the biggest car person I can change oil I am I cannot can okay. you change oil mm, no I can change a tire but I'd like a buddy to help <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my dad always it. tried to get me to learn how to change oil and i was like i'm not in this yeah there's Did no we... need to do it you don't you don't have to do it you take it into pep boys and it's done you, yeah you get a bag of popcorn and by the time you're done it's over with there do they get popcorn there well in a vending machine i don't oh. think they give them out for free i thought there was saying. like a cool i got <laughs> I really know, excited pep boys almost had a lot of people <laughs> heading out looking for the popcorn brought on over i love popcorn <laughs> pam and i just split a bag of it we housed that i was like do you want to open some popcorn she was like i don't know maybe. maybe and then we fucking ate it all we didn't even offer any to mike nope mike was on the other side mm-hmm. of the room chatting it up with my husband it's Tristan. gone and by the time we looked up there was none to offer him <laughs> But anyway, so the story I'm going to tell is that um, I went to get uh, my brakes done. And my mechanic's great in the fact that he knows that I drive on just like local roads. I don't do highway driving or anything because I live pretty close to where I work. And we have another car. My husband's car is more like the car for road trips. And he's like, listen, you don't drive this car a lot. So you should never take this. You should always have all of your parts run until you absolutely have to switch them out. So one of the things with brakes, he's like, eh. I could switch them out now, but it's probably going to be another month or two before you really need it. You'll know. 
And I'm like, oh, no, like I get in a car accident. No, he's like, no, no, no. Like, you'll just feel it. You'll be like, it's noisy. It's annoying. You'll know when it's time. So I'm not going to do it now. So I did reach that point. And also we live in California. We have smog check. So I had a smog check and I had this. I'm like, it's time to take the car in. So I bring it on in. And uh, he calls me that afternoon and says, I'm really sorry. I thought I had the brake pads that you need for your car in stock, but I don't. I need your car for another day. Mm. And it turns into the weekend. And oh, I'm like, Ugh, you know, I get it. Stuff happens. At this point, the car isn't drivable. I'll Uber around like a fancy person and just like, <laughs> now I get to drink more. It's fine. So, so fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll find, I'll find ways to drink more. Great. Sure. Um, so the following Monday, really early, clearly he's got the parts and he's ready to work. And he calls me urgently. It's like, I have a weird question for you. Where do you keep all the parts for your spare tire? And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, there's, you know, you pop up the trunk and you lift a thing. He's like, no, I know that. But there's a compartment where clearly all the bits of like the jack and specifically this key that you need to take off. Where are your bits? Where are bits? Like, where's your accessories? And I'm like, I don't don't know. He goes, I see you got some new tires on this car. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, no, I do. I popped a tire not that long ago. There's a tire shop nearby. Thought I'd go. It was a good deal. Mm. Looked okay Uh on Google. Fine. Turns out those guys pulled out this key. Here's the thing, guys. Do you guys know about the key with the tire? Do you have a fancy car? No. Every car. Here's the thing. When you try to take the the bolts off of a tire to change your tire, Mm -hmm. in order to make it so people don't steal your rims or try to steal your tires, what they do is you have to have a specific attachment that goes on to the little wrench that works just for your little Uh, tire. And it's very specific. Mm -hmm. It's like it literally is like a key to your tires. So now I'm missing my key so he can't change my brake pads. So now my car is not. Oh. He's like, can you call that tire shop? I think they probably used it, obviously, to change out your tires and mm-hmm. forgot to put it back. And they like, sold it on eBay. Wow. Ring, Ding. ring. <laughs> I called him up and I'm like, hey, so I was wondering, I had my car in to your shop and now I'm missing all of my accessories. And he goes, we don't have them. Like, you wouldn't ask Ooh. me what my Suspicious. name is, how long. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was, And then I continued to have... I was trying to be as friendly, as persuasive as possible for like 30 seconds. And this this guy was just shutting down every inquiry. He was just done. He was like, no, we would never do that. We don't do that here. We don't do that. And I was like, well, I mean, this was like a month or Shady. two ago. What can I actually do at this point? I have no proof. Mm. But like they fucking stole my stuff. Yeah. yeah. I was it a new car? Did you buy the car new? I don't think they stole it. I think some dummy forgot to put it back in. Right. There's probably yes. a there's probably yeah. a corner of this place where there's just a pile of this shit. Yeah. Or it got swept <laughs> They're not going to be able to figure out right. which one's yours. Right. Or they put it in the wrong car. Or yeah. they put right. two in another car and it's just dumb. And, and this is clearly not the first time it's happened because the, the reaction happened so quickly. Right. He, he knew to shut it down immediately <laughs> right so i call my mechanic back and he's so great he goes like you need to go on yelp and tell everybody that that place is not nice <laughs> i was like okay so now like this is annoying i don't have now this what do I thing do? clearly we have to buy one like okay like I, what, what else can i do i have to pay for these parts let's do this and he's like eh, you have a used car and it's not like a year too old so they might not have these in the dealership let oh, me make man. some phone calls. Mm. And I'm like, okay. So then he calls me back a couple hours later. He goes, okay. So your options are 
I can get you a whole new set of keys and bolts. But that means in order to get them, first of all, I have to pay $400 for all of this. I'm oh like, my God. That's not thrilling. But also, I'm going to have to bust the old ones off, which is probably going to fuck up your rims. And I have to yep. pay for new rims. So no. I'm like, what is option B? Option B is I found a guy in Florida I that has your key. Yes, and I <laughs> well, said that's what I was going to say. Yeah, you, oh, you could go to a you could go to a junkyard. They have junkyards, right? Well, there's a junkyard in Florida that has this uh, key. There you go. I was like, cool. He goes, yeah, it's going to take about ten or twelve days to get the key. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Can I send him a? Do FedEx? they not have FedEx? I don't know. It's Florida, man. Love you guys. <laughs> So literally, they my, do have FedEx. My car has been in like car jail, just like hanging out. Oh man! Thankfully, guys, I got it back today. Magic moment! Congratulations! Yay. I mean, I don't mean to brag, but I have a car. Great! <laughs> but I want everybody to know, you guys you didn't know key. this. Pay everybody, attention to the keys. Every time you get your tires changed. Every time you have somebody messing with brakes or whatever, afterwards, make sure that shit goes back in your car or you're going to be out probably a hundred bucks and more importantly, all this extra money in freaking Ubers. Mm. Ubers in the morning? I'm not in the mood. I'm trying to go to work. I'm all grumpy, barely awake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm awake, but I'm That's not good. like... It's like getting a taxi. I know, but You they, lived in New York. But they want to chat. Cab drivers in, mm. in New York know no, better. You got to shut that down immediately. They have chatting. There's like, no chatting. Hey, how's your morning? And I'm like, fine. And me I just too. don't talk to me. Way. So how's your day? Mm-mm, no. I just don't want to do it. Just pull out your phone and start scrolling immediately just to set the precedent <laughs> of I'm not like talking. I feel like a jerk. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in your personal car. This feels intimate, but can yeah. we be professional? I don't and know. And it smells like cherries or something. You know, I mean, it's like they've used way too much armor all. It's clear that <laughs> oh, it's, it's weird. It's yeah. weird to me. I feel, I feel better actually knowing that it's their car if it was a little bit, you know, a little more unkempt. It just seems strange to me. <laughs> Do you hear that, like Uber driver? I like the idea that you don't give five bit. stars. Up a little bit. I'm getting four because it's a little too clean it's in too here. Too clean in here. <laughs> Can't trust it. I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my dumb story. I'm Fuck. glad you have your car back. Me too. That fucking sucked. But that's mm. that's a good lesson to learn. I wouldn't even think to. I know. Look that's at, why I'm telling everyone I know. Uh, don't go to that random tire. I don't even remember the name of the place. Dummy McGee's on Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was your first mistake with a name I like know. that. Dummy, Dummy McGee's should have been the indicator. <laughs> they are not going to do me right. No. <laughs> anyway, so um, uh, Mike, we brought you on mm. today. To talk about you weddings. Did. Well, yeah. So Sweet. the the format of the show in general, just so any listeners that are new, was after we get through a random story in the beginning, yes. which I think we really nailed that, guys. Good Sweet. job. Yeah. Random, yes. Um, we uh, the whole point of the show is that we have listeners um, bring in their questions, um, and they have advice or they have just confessionals of weird things that have happened that they want to share with us, and um, we help them out. But we have a guest on every time, and you're kind of a mystery. So in order for the Ooh. listeners to really understand your perspective, we want to dive into your personal history with weddings. Ooh, okay, cool. So we're going to start all the way in the beginning, get in a time machine. Okay. Oh, Mike, who has never listened to this podcast and doesn't really know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, when did you go to your first wedding? Um, <clears throat> my first wedding that I ever attended was my dad's wedding to my dad's second wife, um, my first stepmother. 
It would have been back in about, um, uh, I, maybe I shouldn't tell when that is, but <laughs> let's just say it was, it was. A, How old were, how were you? you? I was, I was a fifth grade, sixth grade. I was Okay, in so you're grade. like 10 or 11. So yeah, it was like 2010. It sounds like they didn't last the way you're saying <laughs> my first stepmother. Um, yeah, no, he, um, I'll just be nice and say that didn't work out. That's fine. Okay. And, um, we don't need to and, dive into it. <laughs> right. It's not divorce it confessional. Really no. It did not work out. <laughs> although it lasted for much longer than it should have. But now he's uh, married just to, to another woman who's incredibly kind. And, um, but that was the first and I, and that was the, and that's the only time that I was ever the best man in a wedding too. I was the best man. Oh, in his oh that's yeah. a really sweet. sweet gesture. Yeah, it was, except that I really didn't want him to get married. So oh. it, it kind of oh. was this weird thing, you know, yeah. I, I felt, I did feel honored, um, to, to be there with him because at that age, uh, a boy tends to, uh, my father was, was an idol of mine at that point. Yeah. You know, he was the, you know, he, he was a superhero and, um, but at the same time, like I knew things were changing, and because he was marrying a woman that had three kids, and one of the kids was in my class, and um, one of, uh, her uh, her daughter was in my sister's class, and so it was about to get weird. Things were about little to Brady really brunch. change. Yeah, yeah. And to make it worse, like we were Auburn fans and they were Alabama fans, and that was like <laughs> I mean, that should have known right then. Yes. <laughs> But that's the first wedding. Capulets and Montagues. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, very much so. Very much so. As a matter of fact, they've done a production of of uh, of Romeo and Juliet in uh, University of North Alabama. I'm pretty sure where the setup was Alabama and Auburn. Oh, really? That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good idea. Especially if you live in Alabama, you know, it's really like there's no greater. Yeah, no the, greater hatred the, the listeners didn't have to deal with. Um, Pam had to sit through our <laughs> college tw- football talk. 20 minute college football talk before this began. College. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So she just kind of zoned out and played on her phone. It's I think true. you found they... your bridal break for tonight while we were talking. Maybe. You totally ignored us. <laughs> Do they know that you're a huge college football fan? Do I they... don't know. I'm a huge no. Georgia uh, George Bulldog fan, guys. Go dogs. Big time. I don't yeah. think we talk about it, but yeah. I don't think we have. Well, it's it's not the topic of... I, I have many interests. One of them is weddings. <laughs> weddings. And one of them is college football. Woman. It's true. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm complex. Many layers. <laughs> so um, uh, did you go to the wedding of the, the second, or I guess his third wife, the one they still married to? No, uh, I wasn't there for that because it was a very um, sort of spur of the moment thing. And I was in New York. and um, So you were an adult at that point. I, I got to admit, I wasn't really, um, I'm not going to say I didn't support it. I was supportive of him to be happy, but I really, he told me, you know, I was already, I was like 27, maybe even like close to 30 years old when this, when that happened. And I just said, look, I'm not, don't ask me to call her mom. Just, you know, don't ask me to call her mom. That's fair. Congratulations. And, you know, I'll never call her mom. That's okay. Yeah, no, I and and I think he was a little shocked, but he respected it. But yeah. also, it's kind of like you know, you it, this is now number three, so it's understandable exactly. you're a little emotionally guarded about getting well, invested. It's I, good been, that it I had out. been there before. Yeah. you know what I mean. I'd been there before, sure. and so and now I was a grown ass man, and it was like you know, I'm nothing against it at all, but yeah. it's just like yeah. you know, here I am. You know, I know who my mama is. So. I know who my mama is. I think we just named the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to a lot of weddings, like family weddings as a kid? Or was it just that one and then not, not until really you Not really, because um, 
we were my sister and I were the oldest um, because my my parents had us when we were insane. They were insanely young when they when we were born. So we were the oldest of a family that was already kind of that ended up being kind of small. So there weren't a lot of cousins getting married or anything all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I and um, so no, that I didn't go to a lot. Um, I was, you know, I've been in, I've been in several. I've been a groomsman. Um, I was a groomsman in my sister's wedding. My best friend in um, Salt Lake City, his wedding. I, I actually one of the biggest honors I've ever had is I actually presided over a wedding one time. You what? did? Yeah, I did. Um, That's it awesome. Was, uh, did you have to get ordained online? You know, I didn't because it was a gay wedding, so it was technically was it before not, it was legal. It was before it was legal, so uh-huh. it was yeah. basically just um, a ceremony of love and. Um, and, um, I used a lot of uh, Mm -hmm. love and commitment. Yeah. And so we got married in California. We got married in Northern California up in the, the Redwoods. And, uh, it was really amazing, beautiful thing. And those two guys are, um, they still mean, uh, we're very close. And so the moment that I married them, I, 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 from that moment on had a free, a bed to crash in in New York City for the rest of my life, which it turns out to be really, I've, I've really made the most of that, I can tell you. <laughs> so you didn't charge them to be an officiant, but then oh, afterwards, no, no, of course there's not. a tax. They're yes. my boys. I love them. You know, I mean, it was, it was the uh, maybe one of the greatest honors I've ever been asked to do. I mean, I, I, I was beside myself when they, when they asked me to and do that it. That really so. is quite the honor. I mean, I've never been asked to do that, but that's really an intimate it is, yeah. And it was a very small wedding. It was uh, there was there was basically um, you know me and uh, uh, another one of their good friends who was like both of their best men who played some guitar, and then they had their family there, and it was all outside. And we just hiked to a place and said, "Hey, this looks like a place," and we did it. You know, it was it was awesome. Oh wow! Like so that. you didn't even know until you actually Mm-mm. found it that Mm-mm. moment. Nope. No, yeah, he had an idea. One of one of them had an idea of, of of the view that he wanted. So we just kind of hiked until we found that view, as I recall. They may differ with that because they may be, no, we had that shit planned out. But um, <laughs> if they want to write it in like to me, and yeah. Instagram let and let us know in the comments. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, it was awesome. So you've been a groomsman twice and an officiant. Have you ever been a best man? I've been a well to my dad. My, oh right, I was your my best dad's man. best man, and then okay. I was a groomsman to three other times. Oh, um, that I can recall. Hopefully, there wasn't another time that I did, that I forgot about. Um, <laughs> They're went, probably listening. Went back to my to my best friend in Alabama's uh, wedding, and um, you know, spent like a few days down there. That was an amazing uh, experience because he had just. Uh, left New York and decided to go back home and then immediately met his wife. And it was kind of a, he was like, he's like my brother. So going back to his wedding was a real, it was, it was not only me sort of coming home to him and, uh, but it was sort of and meeting his wife, but it was kind of an acceptance of the whole things like, okay, you, you left me. Now you went back home and, and everybody sort of came, became okay with all of that in that scenario. Um, so yeah, it was great, and uh, I ended up painting his house. That was your Is wedding. Is that part of the deal? Is that your no, wedding you know what I did? I was a, I was an idiot. I I got there a few days earlier, and I said, "Hey man, is there anything you need me to do?" And I figured it's like, "Yeah, go get some beer." You know, I was like, "Um, can you paint my house?" <laughs> what? <laughs> can you 
I'm not shitting you. So yeah, I I painted his house. I mean, that's what he asked me to do. I painted his house. So. I didn't know that was an option. Damn, I know. <laughs> I totally could have used that. I am going to use Mike for so much of the free labor now. <laughs> Mike, I'm going to be honest with you. There are two closet doors. Mm-hmm around the corner in this house (laughs) that we installed three years ago and we were too cheap to pay the installer to paint them (laughs) and they're still unfinished really um so you're already married so it just you know you know i don't remember you giving me a wedding gift (laughs) (laughs) you didn't know each other know him have a commitment ceremony like you didn't know each other till (laughs) my wedding (gasps) we we would like to renew our vows real quick just so that you do that, and I'll paint your I'll paint your door. There we go. <laughs> I got no problem. That's cool. That is a big ask. So wait, you I didn't know. give him we a gift still... too, did no, you? I, did. I, was gave like him the that? Best, I gave him the best gift that he I and I told him when I gave him this gift, like <laughs> this is the best the gift. But you know what the gift was? The gift was a song. It was Aww. um, and I I didn't when when I went down there for it, I was bro- I was broke. I was living in New York and didn't have any money. And I went down there, and the night of of the bachelor party, which is the night before he got married, um, you know, we we you know did a lot of drinking and, and had a lot of fun. And then that night, as I laid down, I didn't sleep that whole night. And this song just came to me. All the all the words just kept sort of pouring. Um, and I remember it so clearly. Um, laying on this guy's, it wasn't my friend's. It was another guy who had a, a lake house, laying on his dirty bed. And um, because it was it was dirty. Um, it was like sanded and stuff. It's it's gross. Lake houses. Your lake houses are like that, yeah. So, but uh, can't have it all. But I but I wrote him this song, and the song was like it was one of those one in a million songs where every word was so true and just perfect for him and what was happening. And um, and and I feel like I told him, you know, this is the best gift you're gonna get. I know that was bragging a little bit, it was presumptuous maybe, but <laughs> he agreed it was the best gift that he got. So And paint my house. Yeah. And I painted his damn house. Is that's probably song- what he really meant <laughs> when he said you gave me the best gift. Is the song recorded anywhere? <clears throat> the song is recorded. Yeah. You can actually <gasps> can you send get a link? The, um I you know what I don't have it on Reverb Nation. It is on it's on uh Stumpwaller's first record, but that record's now out of print. Um I can probably put it I'm on Reverb Nation. I'm going to push you. We're find Listen, it. We you, need yeah. this. You've really pitched this song. It. Yes. <laughs> it, I want to hear I it. I think it's a great song. It may not mean as much to everyone else as it mean, meant but to him. But we get to decide that. You do. Either yeah. way, I think we can all agree it means that a you lot. did a good job at painting that house. <laughs> Regardless. There's no mention. Oddly, there's no mention of painting his house in this song. I guess that's where I blew it. That's, that's not quite a perfect song if I, since I didn't mention that. So I wanna I wanna move on to your specific wedding, okay. the one that you that you did with your lady. Yes. Um. First of all, can we talk about the proposal? Because we really like to. Whoever is do, doing the proposing, we love to get their input. Like we right. hear it from the other person's point of view, mm-hmm. but I feel like yes. the person who does the proposing, yeah. there's so much more backstory and it's anxiety stressful. and planning. It's stressful. Know, it is right? really stressful. Okay, walk us through it. <clears throat> well, how long um, had you known her when you decided that you're like this is gonna happen? Well, I'm a little ashamed to say that it was probably around 10 years. That's okay. Um, yeah, we got married about 10 years after we met. 
Um, so, you know, that was, I was taking my time, you know, and we were poor, poor artists in New York for a long time. And then I, there was a period of time where I went to California and was kind of going back and forth. So, um, so, so yeah, but, um, she finally, um, we got both of us out here on the, on the West coast because we didn't know for sure if we were going to be here. We didn't know if, if I was just going to come here during pilot season or, what but we decided to come here because i got tired of living in a box basically in new york <laughs> and um and and so did she and um you know we had been we we'd been going hiking a lot because we had a new puppy josie which you guys probably know her Aww, I love I love at josie. this point she was only about she four. also has a song she does we'll link she to does. that she's a great that song. song you can link to yes okay, that yeah. song you it's can a great song. it's a bop <clears throat> yeah um but uh, uh, she was about uh, four, four, six, four to six months old, and so we were taking her hiking all the time. And one of the hikes, and I, I feel bad to say, it's up near Carrillo Beach, I, um, but you, you, there's a place where you can go uh, veer off, away from the beach, and go on this hike, and you get to this amazing waterfall. And when I saw the waterfall the first time, I said, that's the place. I just mm. felt like that wow. was the place. And so when it happened... You know, there's this pressure, especially me being like an an artist or whatever. You got to do it creatively, and it's it's not uh, that that that's the worst part of it. Is like you got to create a story. You know, you can't just be like you know at McDonald's and be like, here you go, here's your ring. Do you want to do you want to do this or what? But so not that any artist would. <laughs> right, exactly. So so I kind of was I, I did it when we when we were going. I knew I was going to do it. I brought the ring. It was my grandmother's ring um, that I gave her, and it's the one that she wears to this day. Um, did it fit her immediately? It fit her perfectly. God yes. damn it! It's yeah. fine. We'll get she back to it. She has tiny fingers. I knew we we already knew that it fit her because um, my grandmother had already given it to me, and we had we knew that it fit her finger. So that wasn't. I wasn't too stressed about that. You did talk about getting married then oh, yeah, before you proposed. Sure, yeah. Okay, I mean, I just, we, sometimes we knew know. we were going to, but it was sort of a matter of now, you know, when everything was going to happen. Yeah, <clears throat> and um, so she, so I wanted to wait until she got out to to LA and we got a little bit settled in, and um, and so we we hiked out there and we had the dog. And you know, if you've ever had a anybody that's ever owned a lab. You know, in the first, really in the first four years, but especially in the first year, the dogs, just, they're just crazy. They're just like insane. I have the laziest dog, so I cannot remotely relate. Oh, she the was idea of taking You miss puppy time with, with I know, Ruthie. but the idea of taking Ruth on a hike, try to take her on a dog walk and she lays down halfway through. She's the fucking laziest dog. Not, not oh. labs, especially. Yeah, I'm sure. No, or huskies. She, yeah. she was freaking out the whole time. And, and so I decided what I was going to do. First of all, we get to the waterfall and of course there's like 20 people there. <laughs> Everyone's taking oh. selfies. Yeah, and they are. I and mean, it's like a, a busload of, of people <laughs> have showed up at this Please place. Please leave. Seriously. Yeah, and and I and I realized they weren't going to leave because my idea was to to do it on, at the bottom of the waterfall, and I realized they're not going to leave. So I look up at the top of it, like, "Hey, let's hike up to the top." And I realized there's no way to get the dog up there, so I have to sort of push the dog up there. And it was... I'll get Ruth. I'm sorry, she heard us talking about her. Oh, really? Yeah, it's okay. Ruth, hold on. Come on. Come on, Ruthie. Hi. All the way in. Hello. There you are. Sorry, continue Hi. your story. So anyway, all right, I gotta try to let me wrap this up before it gets too long. But <laughs> no, it's so fine. I, so I'm pushing this this huge Labrador up the hill, and and Regan's like, 
why are we going up here? This is, this is <laughs> why, what are we doing? You know? And I'm like, come on, there's something awesome. And there was nothing cool up there, really. It was just, I was like, you got to see it. It's great. And we get up here. And so my idea, I was just thinking on the fly, was what I did. I put the ring on my finger and I said, oh, let's take a selfie. And then we took a selfie and I just held the ring up. <laughs> And and oh then I'm, and then I and then I was looking at the picture. I was like, "Oh, look at this picture. What's that?" And she <gasps> looks at it and go, "Oh my god!" And then when she, as soon as she did that, I was on my knees. And of course, the dog was jumping on me. <laughs> and um, do you so still have that moment. picture? We do have that. picture. Is it framed yeah. in your house? It is it. Wow, gosh. If it's you, not, it may Mike, not be. If it's not Mike, that's your anniversary mm-hmm. gift. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, I gotta find it. Oh man, Mike. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. Mr. Romantic no, Artist um, lost the. Image. No, we had it. We here's the thing. We had it somewhere. Put pressure. Instagram. You know, it's weird. You know, you you've actually you brought up a very. This is a very good point. That picture <laughs> should should be somewhere prominent in our home. Yes. Um, we is, have a lot is, of great wedding pictures in the you home. Do. When is your yes. anniversary? The anniversary New Year's Eve is yes. our anniversary. Oh, that's no, but, yeah. but oh, but when was your when did you get when did you the engagement? engagement. Oh, God, I, oh, okay. I didn't keep track of that day, <laughs> and she wouldn't know either. So good, I don't feel bad not knowing. <laughs> I know the first. I know the first day that I saw her it was uh, August twenty eighth, nineteen ninety nine. Was the first time I saw her. Oh, yeah, it was a big oh. moment. Did you it was know immediately moment. you were like, "Holy shit!" You know, shit, there this was girl? something. It, it's interesting because I was I was doing a play that I was I was. There was a play that I had written that was being performed at St. Clemens Church in New York, which is a really cool place. If anybody, shout out to St. Clemens, anybody in New York, um, great place to see theater. And I was nervous as shit, as most any playwright would be in that scenario. So sure. I'm like standing on the steps of this church, chain smoking, and pulling my hair out, waiting for the <laughs> show to start. And my agents walk up, and the, and there's this beautiful. A girl with dark, long, dark hair and and really sort of olive skin, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And um, <laughs> halfway through the the show, um, she moved seats to the section where it had been roped off, and I had asked nobody to sit there actually, but she sat right across from Breaking me, the rules. And, and I swear I was like. She's doing this on purpose. She's doing this so I can see her. Because I was sort of operating the sound. And, and so she was in this one seat that was just directly across from me. And I remember after it was over, they were all my agents and her. She she worked at my agent's office at the time. She was an assistant there. And they were walking out. And um, I put my hand on her shoulder. And I literally felt this sort of crazy electric thing you know energy and um she turned around like i was like well no it's cool it's cool i'm i'm not gonna hurt you you know it was but it was a really it was a strange thing what a great meet cute i'm not going to (laughs) hurt you (laughs) i didn't say that but but i but i did you know i just told her thanks for coming and then yeah and then um you know, and then I'm all of a sudden I'm finding reasons to go to my agent's office. Like I'm like, hey, any uh, I need? Do I need to staple my headshots? And I got, you know, <laughs> after like the third time, they're like, no, dude. And I, anybody else need headshots stapled? <laughs> I mean, I'm just finding reasons. And every time that I showed up, she wasn't there, and I and I was getting confused. And then finally, I thought, well, I guess I guess she doesn't work there anymore. And then and then my uh, my my agent called me one day. He's like, so. I know someone who likes you, you know, and I swear I thought it was like one of the male agents. And I was like, dude, just so you, you know, like, you know, I'm straight dude. Because everybody that worked in the office except for her was a guy at that point. And I didn't know that she was even there anymore. 
Um, and, and she, and he told me it was her. So I go there and I go there with this picture in my head of this girl with long, long hair and this olive skin. And the only person there is a girl with this dark, with dark hair, but this bob and her hair and her skin's not, her skin looks different. And I'm like, what the, I think it's not the same girl. I go to my agent's like, it's not the same girl. I was like, oh no. The very next day she cut her hair. And the only reason why she had dark skin is she had just gotten back from the beach and I think she was a little sunburned. <laughs> so I was like, I really, I, I thought she was like, oh, what is she? Is she great? Was she, you know, uh, I, I thought she was some kind of, she was just, you know, average white girl. But it, uh, <laughs> Not average, baby. It's not average at all. But it's funny. I thought she was. You better say that. I thought that she was very. I thought that she was some sort of exotic ethnicity, something you know. And it's just funny to 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 realize then that she was just happened to be tan that day. But what what was great? I found out too that the, the reason why I never saw her is because when I would walk in, she would run to the back and hide. You know, um, as soon as I'd walk in the door, she'd go hide and like, is he going? Is he going? She was, cause she was scared. I mean, we were, she felt the connection clearly and and she was scared. She was scared when I walked in. And so I finally got up the courage and I'm not a guy who, I'm not like a dater. I'm not, I've never been a guy that's like asked people out on dates and stuff. It's just never been the way I operated. So, but I asked her on a date in my agent's office, leaning against the file of headshots you know, feeling you like wanted a total to staple. dork. Yes, exactly. And my <laughs> agents were literally peeping around the corner, you know, the whole time. And it was, we, we, we met, we went to a Mexican restaurant. There were mice running around. We went to, after that, <laughs> we went to a, um, we, we, we smoked like two packs of cigarettes. Um, we both smoked then. <laughs> I was going to say, you smoke? I don't anymore, mm, but okay. we smoked then. And um, and and we found a bench, and we sat on the bench, and I asked if I could hold her hand. And from that moment, it was boom. Oh. You know? And we still know where that bench is. And every time I go back to New York, I go sit on that bench. I've carved our, my na- our names in it. They, they changed it from wood to some sort of polyurethane wood-like substance sure, now yeah. mm-hmm. so it took me when they changed it i mean it took me like two days to get our name back in it but it is there <laughs> i was not to be deterred <laughs> that's, that's our bench it always will be uh, that's wonderful i love it <laughs> vandalizing yeah sure why not for, for love, love. Yeah. For love. <laughs> vandalizing for love that might also song. be a good title yeah. <laughs> Another one. Oh my God. So, um, talking about your wedding, mm-hmm. the actual <clears throat> wedding. Right. So, Regan gave us kind of her recap of everything, right. but it was a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. So, I think you can give yours. You got married on New Year's Eve or New, New Year's, Year's Day? Eve. New mm-hmm. Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Okay. In a snowstorm. Yeah, well, yes. Um, yes and no, because um, basically, when we got there, Hold on, kind of back it up for anyone who hasn't listened to that episode. You got married in where? Like somewhere near we like got Grand married Canyon? Near, near, well, we wanted to get married in um, in the Grand Canyon. And um, because the Grand Canyon was a I'm very, sorry, you just flipped over a sheet of paper well, because you I, brought notes. I've got some shout outs that I have to give because of this, because this means like, a lot to me. I love that, by the way, straight dudes come on our mm-hmm. podcast and they bring notes. They're prepared. <laughs> It's true. Clay brought us a typed notepad. He typed it? He yeah, did. Oh of all of God, his stats. Ruined it, ruined no, we're keeping whatever this is. We're keeping it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is very detailed. Continue. Okay, so we, the Grand Canyon was a special place for us because we both experienced it for the first time together on a tour 
um, doing a Hank Williams show where she played Audrey and I played uh, Hank's guitar player. And um, it was an amazing place, and we knew that we wanted to get married there, and we wanted to get married New Year's Eve because we thought that'd be a great way to get out of other parties and obligations. I'm so sorry. Every time I try to tell a story, the dog interrupts. She now wants to leave. That's fine. See you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. I'm sorry. Um, Continue. And and then we also thought, you know, there'll always be a party on that day, and we we have the right to choose which ones we want to be at, and uh, that's great. So. So we wanted to get married at the rim of the Grand Canyon. I did some research, and I, I talked to these guys um, at, at a place called Arizona Ministers. And you can find them at ArizonaMinisters.com, uh, Facebook.com. <laughs> seriously, ArizonaMinisters.com, Facebook.com forward slash Arizona Ministers. And you can email them at mail at ArizonaMinisters.com. Now, the, this is, a, this is a, a little company that's run by a couple named Phil and Gwen Waring. Uh-huh. Phil and Gwen are to this day dear, dear friends of ours because they put so much love into what they do. If you want to get married in Arizona, and by the way, I highly recommend it because it's a beautiful place. It's an amazing backdrop. You talk to them, and they will put you in any place, in any scenario in Arizona you want to be at and um, have sometimes they, – they, they don't always get to do it because they do so many weddings, but they'll have a very cool person officiating it. And, and it's an amazing thing. It really is. So we wanted to get married on the rim, and he told me, you know, um, I got to be honest with you, on New Year's Eve, you may get married on the rim. You may get married in your hotel room because you may not be able to get to the rim. And he mm-hmm. said he suggested this place in between the Grand Canyon and Flagstaff called the Chapel of the Holy Dove, which I describe as like this sort of ski-in chapel. It's just, it's just, it seats thirteen people, which is, first of all, great for, <laughs> for a wedding. Thirteen people, awesome. Um, and the backside of it is all glass, and it looks out over these the snowy mountains, and it's just it's an amazing view. It's a magical place, and. Um, a lot of people have gotten married there. And um, my first reaction was, oh, hell no. I don't want to go to some place that means nothing to me. And then I went and I, I went yeah. to their website and looked at it, and it just spoke to me. And, and we agreed that was the place. So we went to Flagstaff. And when we, when we all got to Flagstaff, it was, it, was a, you know, it was a snowstorm. It was like a blizzard, really. And um, we didn't even know if we were going to get to the hotel. And... Um, you know, that night before we got married, Regan just said, um, it's going to be fine. It's going to stop snowing. Sun's going to come out and we're going to, we're going to make it. And I was like, oh, I really hope that you're right. But, you know, I wasn't quite, you know, I didn't have as much faith as she did. And I remember, this is kind of a parallel story, but the guy who married us was a guy named Mike, brother Mike. Uh, cool dude with a ponytail, not like a California ponytail, uh, an Arizona Western ponytail. Yeah. Okay. He was uh, it's different. Yeah, super cool dude, super amazing guy. Met, a, came to our hotel, spent a day with us, shot some pool, and just got to know us because he wanted to get to know us before he married us. And um, and he was like, hey, you probably shouldn't go. We wanted to go see the place, and he's like, Duh, don't go by there. There's going to be too much snow. You could get stuck. I didn't listen to that. I was like, come on, let's go. And we, we went <laughs> and we drove by. And sure enough, right when we drove by the place, as we're looking around the place, I got stuck in the snow. And I looked around and Mike, who had just met us a few hours before, was at the chapel digging out literally like a tunnel through the snow so that we could all get there the next day. And I remember thinking to myself, man, that's... 
because with ministers, you know, it's all about service and things. And I'm like, man, that's service. Like nobody was ever going to know that he did that. And we didn't yeah. ask him. He just went and did it out of, out of the goodness in his heart. And um, so I decided not to ask him to help us get out of the ditch because he was um, preoccupied. <laughs> so I waited and a snowplow came by. And the, that's the difference in the small towns like that. Snowplow, snowplow comes by. Like, hey, you stuck? Come on, I'll get you. You know, in New York or LA, like, hey, screw you, buddy. Get out of the road. You know, but they pulled us out. It was amazing. And sure enough, we woke up the next day and the sun came out and the snow had stopped. The roads cleared up. And we made it out there, and it was an, it was an amazing, beautiful, beautiful thing. Only only thirteen people, I believe, were there, and um, that was one of the most amazing things about it too, because only the people that really needed to be there were there, and um, it, it made it kind of this magical thing. Um, we we went to the ho- we used the hotel's New Year's Eve party for our for our uh, reception for our reception yeah. And um, I was trying to bribe the band to play an Elvis song. They didn't know a single Elvis song, and the only I was Who like, well, "What?" Know that? I know, right? You know, and um, I was like, "Well, what ballads do you know?" And they said, "Well, we really only do one ballad. It's Into the Mystic." And that I don't think I know this song. Into, Into the, the Mystic, Mystic by Van Morrison. It didn't mean that was my reaction to it too. Now a lot of people right now are freaking out. You don't know that. It's a very well known song. Don't at me. Right, <laughs> but it <laughs> it. it it didn't mean anything to us, but it's all we had. So they gave us our song. <laughs> we went out and danced, and they said, "This is for the when you know." Someone we just, else picks your wedding song. We didn't Shit. have a choice. <laughs> I came loaded with cash too, because I was like, yeah. "Well, surely this band—they'll know something. They're sure. gonna know." Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, I, when I when it, "Love Me Tender" wasn't there, you know, I was going through like just anything. The karaoke you know? hits, Come on. right? So it was in the mist into the mystic, and I ended up. I had like a hundred bucks in my hand and I ended up just giving him a 20 because like, <laughs> you're kind of, you're kind of weak if you, I went, I just went through 20 Elvis songs and you can't play one of them, but <clears throat> they cleared the floor for us and we started dancing and then there was this other couple dancing and, and I was like, well, that's, you know, cause they made the announcement like this is their first dance. And, and she's clearly in a wedding gown. She's yeah. in a wedding gown and we're dancing and this other couple's dancing and I'm, I'm like, I, and she's like, you know, you guys know Regan. She's like, don't worry about it. It's, you know, don't get up. It's our wedding, you know. But I kind of like mosey over to them and like make eye contact and was, you know, kind of like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and it was an older couple. And the guy turned to me and said, congratulations. This is our 50th anniversary. And oh, I was like, well, schooled you, you. Yes. And immediately I felt like total Share the shit. floor. Yeah. And I was like, you guys can have it. And it was a great time. We had an awesome time there. Flagstaff, Arizona, Arizona Ministries. That's amazing. Arizona Ministers, actually. At Arizona Ministers. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I was wondering, because you are a musician and you mm-hmm. love music so much, how you were potentially going to incorporate music into your wedding. But because it was remote and you came with cash ready to pay somebody else. <laughs> Yeah, right. Well, it was a lesson. Did part of you want to hop on the stage and just be like, I'll just sing this myself? No, because (laughs) because I'm not really that type of person. I I don't, I only, um, you guys have seen me perform and I don't, um, I don't like to do it unless I'm really prepared and ready. I don't like to, I don't like to do music unless, um, unless it's something that I've, that I've 
rehearsed. that I'm ready for. Yeah. Or, you know, I've done things before with with bands that when we did the Hank show, we used to do we used to get up in bars, go to bars, and just play whatever anybody wanted to play. But those were boys that I knew. We played together all the time, and all the songs we played, I we all knew. We played them. We all had played them a million times. So it it was uh, it wasn't as off the cuff as, as it might have seemed. But I'm not the type of person to jump on stage. No, that's fair. Also, it's your wedding day, man. You have exactly. other things to worry about. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. yeah. It is different. It is different. You don't want to be singing at your own wedding. What you know, was you know? what was the number one Elvis song you were hoping to hear? It was Love Me Tender. Love Me Tender. Yeah. Um, okay. uh, uh, well, actually, actually, no, I take that back. It was um, I, uh, I Can't Help Falling in Love With You was the, was the first one. And then they didn't have that, so then it was Love Me Tender. Because Love Me Tender was the back part. single Elvis song. No, and then I was Come going on. through, I was going through, like you know, like Teddy Bear. Do you know, like even things that aren't necessarily bad. Right. Like anything <laughs> teddy that, Bear. Jailhouse Rock. Things. Come on. <laughs> but it was no. And here's and here's what really now here's here's what what really ticked me off about this band is that I'm from Alabama. If you guys you guys out there in uh, podcast land don't know, but um, so the song Sweet Home Alabama means a lot to me. And I'm I have this unique ability to tell when a band is about to play Sweet Home Alabama, when the guitar player hits that little dink dink. Yeah. I'm like, it's coming, it's coming, <laughs> everybody. And and I heard it, and he wasn't he didn't hit the riff yet, but he but I was like, yeah. hey, everybody get out here now, here it comes. And he starts playing. I'm like, yes, he hits the riff. Yeah. And instead of doing Sweet Home Alabama, he did the um, Kid Rock like sort of mosh up <gasps> no. rap no. version of and. It wasn't just me. It was the whole place was like offended. You because you can't. You have as a. This is a lesson to anyone who's ever thinking about playing music. When you hit that riff of "Sweet Home Alabama," you then have an obligation to play the actual song, not that, not the other song. Yes. So I remember want to hear the OG. Nobody out there is like, yeah, play Kid Rock. You know. (laughs) So we started yelling. We just started shouting. The actual words over what he was saying. So now singing. you're heckling. Basically, yeah, heckling. <laughs> he deserved it. He didn't even know an Elvis song. I love this reception. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. They just took it over. I Little America it. by Little America in Flagstaff, Arizona. It's a great place, especially in the holidays. They have this thing called Festival of a Million Lights, and they just have it's what you it's what it sounds like. They have lights everywhere, and it's just freaking beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. You had a cool wedding, man. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really. I'm really glad you cool. have like a happy you have happy memories from it too. Well, and that's I don't know I don't want to get ahead of myself and some of the other segments here, but oh okay. Part of <laughs> part of that is because of the minimal the minimalist uh, qualities of it, and it, and I would that's something that I would pass along to anyone, at, at, to to uh, to try to keep it. You, you don't have to have Caesar's Palace, you know. You all that shit doesn't matter. What matters is the what, what the two people are doing, and because of where we did it, and how we did it, um, we were forced to do that. We were forced to just give over, which is hard for both of us. We're both kind of control freaks, but we had to just give over, and that was something that was very freeing in the, on the day. And um, even though I wasn't able to even get the song that I wanted. <laughs> to dance to um it was all it, it was all very freeing and and um it couldn't have gone any better i really believe that it was we're lucky in that regard we had all the right people there and everything happened the way it was supposed to that's awesome mm. yeah it is. so it's awesome. Uh, 
All in all, what would you say was your was the best part of the wedding process and the worst part of the process? Just from Everything. like proposal to it's over. To me, the best I th- probably well, this might sound weird, but like um, I uh, I like sort of making poster art and things, and I do that a lot for my band. And I made this like the probably the most amazing poster I've ever made for our wedding that ended up being our invite and cool. creating mm. that piece of art as a sort of a tribute was um something that was it was a lot of fun for me and um it was obviously more than just a piece of art it was a tribute to what we were doing and um so i really enjoyed that process of it a lot uh i guess what i didn't like was when when people found out that the place only held 13 people a lot of people got a little miffed you know sure Um, that they weren't invited yeah, because you could only invite 13 people. And, um, you know, and so a few people got upset and um, that, that hurt Regan's feelings a little bit, I know. And, um, uh, and everybody got over it and was fine. But, like, there's always that moment. And I think that's something that people, that's, that's, a, that's nothing unique to our wedding. I think that's what a lot of people go through in the invite process is mm-hmm. who, you, who you leave off. And there's always somebody that's pissed off. and Somebody gets hurt. Somebody gets hurt, and um, yeah, exactly. And um, in, in At the least end, you have the excuse of this place holds thirteen people. Like, exactly. What do you want yes. me to do? That's why people need to get married at this place because <laughs> it solves a lot of problems. I'm telling you, you can't have you all trim of that your fat quick. Up. Yeah, you do. The, you do. It does it for you. It's good. Yeah, it, it does. That's and awesome. I think, and I think that's it, it. Makes the whole thing a little more enjoyable. But, but that was not fun. I guess, even though it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> no, it didn't, but it, it was didn't a last stress. Long. It was a stress. Uh, it was a, a ultimately a minimal stress. But uh, it did, it did kind of. There was some stress about that for for a day or two. You know, I mean, that was about it. I have another random question. Okay. Um, this keeps coming up with people because there seems to be a little bit of not conflict, but just people trying to figure out how they're going to navigate this. What did you do for your honeymoon or did you go on one? Um, we kind of used, um, the, the, our honeymoon was proper was, um, being there cause it was a destination. That's wedding, what I was wondering. Yeah. You know? Um, and then we went to the grand Canyon the next day and that was all, that was also part of it. Um, and so that was sort of the, the Did other people go with you or was it just the two? There were of you? a few people that went with us. Yeah. yeah. And, and and what was amazing and we, we were cool with that. We wanted to share that with people because there were several people there who had never been to the Grand Canyon and that mm-hmm. was something that have you guys ever been to the Grand Canyon? Yes. Yes, you mm-hmm. guys okay. So so you know the first time the Grand Canyon is one of those things and I equate it to to love in many ways that you you can hear about it, people talk about how amazing and beautiful it is. Uh, there's art that is done in homage to it, but until you see it and experience it, you just, you have no idea how amazing it is. And, um, and so I wanted to be there with some of my friends and my dad, um, who, who had never seen it too, and, and be there with them when they, when they saw it for the first time. So that was something that, that meant a lot to us. And we had our dog with us. Josie was there. 
You brought your dog? We did. Was we your dog at the wedding? Us. She wasn't at the wedding because she was too crazy. Um, so we had to <laughs> we had to board her. We found a place to board Josie. her. Um, on the day of the she wedding. She was still pretty young, huh? Yeah, she was still she was crazy. Um, <laughs> she was I was scared to death that she was gonna try to jump off jump over the rim. Oh my god. Because, you know, she's just like wild, you know. I just had these visions of her just woo. <laughs> wow, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I really have nothing. Um, but no, but it was it was really great and, and um my dad got to see it for the first time. A couple of our friends got to see it for the first time. Another couple friend of ours who also had gotten married on New Year's Eve, uh, uh I think the year before came there and so that was not only an it was an an their anniversary and them experiencing sharing our day with us and so it was a communal really cool thing awesome that is a good answer yeah Yeah, i like that and we're back with some bridal breaks guys um pammy yeah do you want to go first oh first bridal breaks are uh suggestions we give to brides and really anyone planning a wedding of something to do that has nothing to do with weddings so that you can enjoy your life for a minute. And then when you come back to working on your wedding, you're a little less um, grumpy and a little more namaste and ready to handle the wedding tasks at hand. Pam. What Which is, is also good for the holidays too. Yeah, that's a good point. If you're not planning a wedding, just to take a moment. Holiday break. Yes. Yeah. Take a break from the holidays and enjoy stuff. Even though holidays are supposed to be enjoyable, sometimes they're stressful. It's true. It's true. Um, Pammy, what do you have this week for us? So since it's the holidays, I am having a really fun time um, finding really fun drinks with really fun names. And um, this one I found on the website budget101.com, which I'm in when you say budget 101. We are thrifty gals. Yes. Um, and this one's called Santa's Little Ho-Ho, which just made me laugh. Um, but it also sounds amazing. And it's really simple. It's um, one bottle of champagne. This is like a punch. It's like a champagne punch. Oh, so, so you if can you're ch- like hosting a party or so brunch. So I'm not or, supposed to drink the whole bottle of champagne by myself? I'm not going to judge. Okay. But um, this Continue. would be a lot. Okay. Um, one bottle of champagne. Mm-hmm. One bottle of ginger ale. And two packages of frozen strawberries. That's it? That's it. How long, does it tell you how long the strawberries sit in there? Is it just like, do they defrost or do you you eat them frozen? Partially thawed. So so they're kind of, it's like an ice cube. It's like an ice cube. Mm -hmm. That's yummy. Yeah. That looks festive in a a little little scoopy into a cup. It does. Yeah, I like this one. It sounds really tasty. Champagne and ginger ale and strawberries. I'm I like in. it. I wonder yeah. if you did ginger beer instead of ginger ale and made it even spicier. Yeah. Just an idea, guys. Could That's do what I'm that here too. for. Just spreading the ideas but out. But you can't buy a bottle. Like you have those come in like more individual bottles. That's cans. true. Yeah. Anyway. That's why I'm just messing up things. You're giving suggestions and I'm just <laughs> destroying them like, what about mass? <laughs> but yeah, that sounds good. I like it. Yeah, it reminds me of um kind of like a Shirley Temple when you're a kid. Isn't that like grenadine's kind of a sweeter with the ginger ale. Mm-hmm. No no champagne, though. I, I didn't have champagne as a child. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> um, my bridal break for this week is um, uh, I wanted to, you know, I was obsessed with Spotify and that rosé wave a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Going back to Spotify, I randomly found uh, this new artist that just came up on my You Might Like This Person list, mm-hmm. and they were right. Mm-hmm. Her name is Kim Petras. 
she's German, but now she's living in America. And I swear to God, I think she only has like three or four songs out. It's not even an album yet, Mm -hmm. but she's so cute. And I love her voice. It's kind of like, you know how you want like some of those like kind of fun, like Katy Perry kind of like dancey sort of songs. Mm -hmm. She kind of does that. That's her job. So um, the song that's really big right now that is uh, uh, heating up on Spotify is called I Don't Want It At All. Okay. And it's really, it's kind of bratty and fun. I like it. And um, the other song that I like just to kind of like dance to is called Hillside Boys. So those two songs from Kim Petras. Kim. She's so cute. That's my, that's my bridal break. So take a moment and dance. Yes. Take a moment and freaking blast that song in the car. And it's one of those things too, where I hadn't heard of her before. So Mm -hmm. I found her um, on Twitter and uh, most people that are like responding to stuff are just like, Oh my God, I can't stop listening to this car, this song in my car. Like it's Mm. like my jam car song. I'm like, yeah, me too. Agreed. (laughs) So that is my bridal break for the week. Um, and it's just two since just the two of us, you'll get three next week with Mike. It's true. (laughs) Yes. Um, so, uh, Pammy, we got to wrap things up. Yeah. Um, if people want to find out more information about us, uh, where should they go? Weddingconfessionals.com. So true. At weddingconfessionals.com, you will find all of our social media links as well. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yep. Um, also, um, send us all your stories and your confessionals. Yes. Um, if you want to email us your stories, uh, Pammy, weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Yes. If you want to call us and leave us a voicemail, we have kind of a Google talk phone thing set up. So you just leave a voicemail. You don't have to like actually talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to type it out. We're not going to air your voice. And nope. no, we just we just want your words. Um, but that is that phone number is 434-933-2663. Again, 434-933-2663. Or you can go to wedding and hit what tab pam hit the tell us your secret tab yeah tell us your secret and from there you can tell us um come vent to us yes tell us what's going on tell us what has already happened and from there we don't need your phone number we don't need your email address just tell us your drama yeah we want to hear it we want to hear it we want to help yeah we want to we want to know that gossip, y'all. <laughs> um, we also want to know what you guys think of the show. So feel free to go on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts and leave us uh, a review and put some stars up there. Five stars. Pam would prefer you to put five stars. <laughs> I'm going to let you follow your heart and hope that it's wh- the holidays. Oh. <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> five stars. I like your hustle. Um, <laughs> besides Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, we can be found. Um, you know what's fun, Pam? I'm going to see how many I know. I'm handing you the clipboard. There's oh. a list of 11 at the bottom. Let's see how far I get. Okay. I don't know how I'm going to do. And this is an impulsive decision. And you look drunk with power already. I love it. Um, these are the places where you can find our podcast. Um, Apple iTunes, Apple podcast slash iTunes. Yep. Podbean. Yep. Google Play. Yep. Stitcher Radio. Yes. Player FM. Mm-hmm. Castro. Mm-hmm. Downcast. Yep. Podcast Republic. Yes. Podcast Land. Yes. Podcast Podcast Addict. Yep. Um, and there's one more. There is. Um, is it start with a podcast or does it start with something else? I'm not giving you a hint. <laughs> with how much you put me through. I got 10. That was pretty good. That was good. Overcast. Ah, Boom! she did it. Hello. She did it. Oh, I just needed a moment to think. So those congratulations thank you so much i'm impressed it's my prize in the mail yes <laughs> um so that's it guys um we will see you next week for part two with all of our confessionals and crazy fun advice with mike see you guys then bye bye
Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song, and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud, and make sure to give us a five-star rating, or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, weddingconfessionals.com. Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434-933-2663. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which if you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.